it's a long way to the top. But if you take it step by step, you'll make it. Let's climb that VO ladder with our hosts, Troy Holden and Will Vincent. And welcome back to the voiceover ladder. We are having a, uh, a little different episode this week. It's Troy Holden here near Nashville, Tennessee, and my good friend way out in Minnesota. Will Vincent, right in the middle somewhere. That's Will Vincent out there, and and uh, I'm going to tell you, we're, this is going to be a little bit of a, a different thing for us. We're going to we're going to call it kind of like an, an open forum, open house, roundtable. We're just going to kick some tires today. Um, we've been doing a lot of workshops and and we're uh, you know coaching and auditions and just burning the midnight oil and. We'll talk a little little about, about what's working, what's not working, and that's what everybody wants to know. What what do I need not to do? And one of the things that I, I mentioned to Will this week that I kind of had some flashbacks of things I did when I started out I shouldn't have done, things that I should have done but maybe I couldn't afford to do, and that can be a little bit a part of this too. But we're just going to – I mean, you know, what's the best – we're just going to shoot the shit, I guess is the way, <laughs> best way to there put it. Go. I don't know. I mean, don't we kind of do that anyway? We do. We, we, we usually do. have a little bit of a topic we want to try and hit, but God, we always go off on tangents. So, hey, we just don't have a topic this time. Yeah, <laughs> it's we're the just, same uh, otherwise. We've been talking hey, about Troy, it for what? a week. It's spring. Yeah. It is spring. You know, it was 70 freaking seven here today, and uh, it was awesome. But we're, we have tornadoes coming probably tomorrow, so it's... That's this time of year, though. Spring can be very dangerous in the South, uh, very dangerous. Um, yeah, I got a new uh, mic arm in today, so I'll get rid of the— I had the first one that I bought. It had those springs on it, and if you tap the desk, it would echo through those springs, and it would pick it up. So I said, that thing's got to go. It was only 10 bucks. So the one you recommended, I actually ordered off Amazon. It came in today, and, and I've got a Samson that's very similar, but this one looks even better, so— I'm looking forward to changing that out, but some of the yeah, little I have things. Yeah, the same you learn... issue with mine. But uh, well, let's tell let's tell people about it. So this is the Mount It. I found it on Amazon, fifty one dollars, fifty two dollars, something like that. And the next closest thing is like two or three times the price for exactly the same thing, just a different brand. I'll tell you what, man, this thing is fantastic. It's taller than the old one. It's just nice to look at. Yeah, the box was like four feet tall. I'm like, what the yeah. heck? <laughs> what did I uh, order? The, a tree? Oh, right. It's a mic. Mic stand. <laughs> Honey, is that a Christmas tree? Um, uh, it To me, it looks comparable. To, there's a couple of them. Uh, there's a gator uh, on the market. Or I think it's gator that makes it. And there's another one. Uh, Road makes one that looks very similar. And those are really highly rated. But I like this one better. I really do. And, and for the price point, it's half the price. I think so, Blue maybe has one, too. That's it. Yep, that's the other one I saw. And I looked at all of them uh, when you told me about this one. I'd actually had looked at them a few days before, and I said, heck, I like this better for the price point, and I'm not disappointed at all. Sometimes you roll the dice on Amazon. We know that, but uh, that worked out well. Yeah, no, really I was nice. about to pull the trigger on the Gator myself, and then this one was, like, just hanging out there in the search results. I went, hmm, I wonder. That's a lot better price. I mean— Obviously, the other ones are going to be quality, too, because you're paying for the quality. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you can afford the other one, we're not discouraging that. But, but, you know, 50 bucks, give this one a go. It's It's funny, too, because the reviews on this were very split. There was, like, nothing in the middle. Mm -hmm. There were 
a whole bunch of really good reviews and then a handful that were just terrible reviews. I think the people who had the terrible reviews, maybe they got a poor quality one, maybe the quality control suffers a little bit. I mean, at this price point, quality control is going to suffer a little bit sometimes. But, you yeah, know, I'll, they were maybe nitpicking or something, or maybe they maybe they set it up wrong. Who knows? I'm happy with True. the thing. True. Yeah, being in manufacturing all those years, I can tell you, and I, I worked in a uh, a car plant, and, you know, I can see why people got cars that had problems. <laughs> <laughs> Mondays and Fridays is what I call it. If your car was built on a Monday or Friday, you may have some loose screws in it. It's just if the way it is. If your car was built on a Monday or Friday, <laughs> you might have a you might have problem. <laughs> <laughs> definitely, definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, what back to what I was talking about earlier and, and a couple of things that really dawned on me that I would have done differently had I could I have done them differently was learned a whole lot more about the equipment I could have gotten firsthand because I bought some things I didn't need because I was guessing at what I was doing. And I should have got on YouTube faster. I should have studied faster. But as Will knows, I'm not very patient. So <laughs> so I had a little trouble with that. I bought a cup, but I still have them. I bought a little Behringer mixer that I still have and may end up putting that thing to use uh, eventually. But some of that I wish I'd done differently. Um, and, of course, putting up that hobo fort, even though I read and watched and looked at YouTube uh, I, I wish I could have had somebody to talk to and say, tell me how you did this, because the first one I put up, a cat got up on top of it and collapsed it. Um, <laughs> you know, I didn't glue anything. It was all, it all stayed loose. And I guess you could get away with that. But I saw another one where a guy had drilled little holes in it and put little bitty screws in it and the uh, corner joints and stuff. And that was a neat idea because it wasn't glued and he could still get it back apart. So, you know, the things you run into later. But the number one thing is, could I have gotten coaching up front and understood what I was doing sooner? It probably would have helped me a whole lot. Um, yeah, it's you know, yeah. Everybody says it, and it's it's hindsight is twenty twenty. But everybody says coaching. The first thing you need is coaching. Don't worry about equipment. Don't worry about anything else. Get coaching. And you know, I was a, uh, I was a little bit hard headed about it. I was like, you know, I. Went to school for broadcasting, and I've done some acting. God, I I feel like I have a fairly decent idea of what I'm doing here. And um, you know, coaching, man. Even even when you're even when you're ten, twenty years into this thing, coaching is still going to be useful. Nobody ever knows everything, and if you think you do, you're wrong. Right, <laughs> right, and you get stale. You know, any job you get stale. I mean, we're prime examples in that right now. You know, we're both, we're not, you know, we're, we're to a point of burnout at times to where, and you can get that way with anything. So uh, if you can get revived by somebody showing you something different. And I think too, you know, the difference in this acting and live acting is sometimes we only have 30 seconds, you know, to get a point across and we only have our voice. We don't, they don't get to see our facial expressions and God knows they would really laugh if they did a lot of times. Well, but, and, and that's a, that's a positive and a negative, right? Mm-hmm. Because when, when you're on camera or on stage, you can convey emotion and whatever a little bit better. 
through your actions and, and through your, your body and your facial expressions and stuff. But when you're just doing voice, you can convey that more and not have to look it. Right? So, for example, um, say you're in a movie and you have a scene where you have to cry and you just cannot cry on cue. just can't do it. Can't cry on cue. Can't, you know, whatever. But if you have a really emotional script that you've got to read for a voice job, you could just, you know, put a little bit of crack or, or something in your voice and you don't look any different than normal, but it sure sounds like it. Right. Yeah, the other thing I'm really learning with this is the direction that someone writes out for a script of what they think they want and what they really want may not match. Um, so sometimes you, you have to go with your gut, um, you know, whether it's on a second take or what, because I've, I've had several and after I read it three or four times and I broke it down to where the, the key points or where it changed emotions or whatever. And I thought that just makes no sense. How can I do that as a spokesperson? It doesn't add up, you know, how can I be this and this, you know, what they're asking in there, but I try to do it. I try to put that voice on and I'll do it. Then I'll do the second take and I'll do it how I think maybe they meant to say it. But you know, the thing with a lot of this, we don't get any input from who wrote that or anything. You're guessing a lot of times. So, well, you know, and, I didn't, I didn't know that at first. So I did them all just like they said to them and I and probably lost a lot of work. It's usually not just one person who's making the decision anyway, right? So whoever wrote it is separate from the person who's directing it, producing it, and so on and so forth. And they're all going to have input. They're all going to have an opinion. Somebody ultimately makes the decision, but it's probably not the same person that wrote it. And so, you know, it could be it could be intended to be that big booming announcer voice. And, you know, the person who's actually paying for it goes, no, I really want to hear somebody that sounds real. You know, I want I want to hear, uh, uh, you know, a, a high school kid who is working his first job. Right. Yeah. Right. And I like uh, I liked what we learned tonight about uh, the decision making process. That's so, so true. You know, there could be three people making a decision and two of them say, well, we want a female, not a male. And you could have been the best male, but you didn't get it because you weren't a female. Or it could have been, well, it's his turn to make the decision. We don't get to make it this time. That, you know, and that is so true, how, how things like that go. And that's why you shouldn't get your feelings hurt and, and all that. Because, you know, it's not that you've gotten rejected. Somebody else just got accepted. It's not that you were bad. It's just that they were the one they needed that day or whoever picked it, you know. And, yeah, and, they, uh, but it their is audition hard. happened to be, they, they hit that word the right way. And that was the thing they were look, looking for. And you just, you did a different version of it. Who knows? It's any number of things. And. You know, and exactly like you could be, it could be down to two people, you and one other person, and they decide they want a female voice and you're a male voice, or they they decide they want a male voice and you're a female voice, and you were right there. It was a fifty-fifty shot, and they go, "No, I think female voice is better here." Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. you'll never know. You just you didn't get. That's it. the thing. That's <laughs> the thing. We never know. Wouldn't that's it be why, so? You awesome know, it's that... it's easy to say, but that's why everybody says just. Send it in, send the audition in, and Forget don't it. ever think about it again. Yeah, and, and you know, I hear 
veterans say that some say, yeah, I do that. I do that. And they probably do. And I hear others say, yeah, but when I really nail a read and I, I just really feel I can't help but go back and check, I can't help but call back and ask. And I get that. You know, I kind of get that. It is hard. It is. Especially the other thing, you're... the other thing that I, I thought about this since, since before earlier when we were on our call and I, I believe they said that if you're doing good, you're getting about one in 25, I think they said, right? Um, so I'm actually thinking about it now. I'm actually right in that wheelhouse. If I don't think about how many things I've submit, I've been shortlisted on 72 and I've won three. That's about one in 25. It's like one in 23 and a half. It's, it's still, you know, it's, it's it's flattering to get the short list, but man, is it annoying to never get booked? I, I know, and I and you know, I can have these folks keep telling me you got to pay your dues, you got to pay your dues. They're you know the they're they're listening to you and they'll remember you and then and you keep coming back and you keep coming back because they see that you keep coming back, and they eventually start listening to you closer. Okay, I get that, but it's so hard. It's just so hard, you know, and and. Uh, uh, I mean, and, it's just and don't get me wrong. on every level. And don't get me wrong. I love the fact that I'm getting shortlisted and I've noticed that it's upticked and that's awesome. Um, you know, but uh, it, I, I won't I won't pretend that it's not frustrating to see these shortlists come and then like a couple days later go looking. Oh, look, it was completed. That, well, they didn't call me. <laughs> I'm, I made the mistake today of sorting by shortlisted and looking and see how many I still had left open. There are only four of them left open that have not closed. And, you know, and of course I went, golly, that's only four and I have a chance at. No, it's not because out of the ones I've won, only four or five were shortlist wins and the other, the other half were not. They were just listened to, you know, so, and, and you know, we don't know. Everybody's got a different practice for how they do it. You know, some guy's got a pen and paper and he's writing down the name. You know, he doesn't care what a short list is. So, yeah. Well, and know. for example, there's one here that <clears throat> it came out uh, about a week ago. Yeah, last week on Tuesday it was posted. And I auditioned that day and I was shortlisted the next morning because it was like 3 a.m. or whatever when I sent my audition in. I was shortlisted the next morning um, without having been listened to and then found out that the same thing was also being sent out through agents and, and whatever else. So it's very likely I'll never actually get this. But they have since gone back and listened to it. And I'm still shortlisted. It still shows as hiring because the deadline is Saturday. Um, so who knows? But it's really strange. Everybody apparently uses the shortlists different. Um, what what I found really surprising, though, was that they don't require that you listen to it before you mark something shortlisted, which is odd. Like, how can you shortlist somebody if how you, do you yeah. listen to if you, it? If you haven't heard it, how do you know? Or could it and, be the only thing that dawned on me the other day is what if they saw your name and said, well, I'm just going to jump over here and listen to his demo. And say they listen to your demo, and they go, well, let's shortlist him. We'll come back to him, maybe. Who knows? Could be. Could be. Could be. And we're talking about Voices.com. If if we've lost anybody, this is Voices.com. 
But, uh, uh, probably any pay to play, but yeah, voices.com yeah, specifically. Yeah. Now, um, I don't think it one, could two, be based on price. Favorites. It could be based sure on price. The, the one I'm thinking of does have a price range listed, but I've had it before where it was just a fixed price. It wasn't yeah. a range. Yeah. So who knows? Who knows? Who knows? You um, know, it's I, like it's like anything, trying to wrap your head around whatever algorithm is employed for search rankings on different platforms and uh, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. Don't waste your effort. Exactly. You just drive yourself I, nuts. I'm, uh, I have tracked some things to try to see what changed what, and I'm doing it purposely. And when I do it, I'm doing it across the board, and I'm watching. So I'm watching impressions, just bang, 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 bang. Here they go up. And then I, clicks didn't change. So it doesn't do any good to have a boatload of impressions and no clicks. Well, then I made another change, and the clicks started taking off. And then my orders started changing. I started getting a few more orders and it's nothing major. I would change like one word. I would take out believable and put in relatable. I would take out conversational and put in believable. And uh, the crazy thing, the good ratio was the orders, the click throughs are up. The impressions are up, but the clicks are down. But the clicks I'm getting are worthy clicks. Who knows? You know, and it's one I, word I've decided, changes. Yeah, I've, I've decided I'm not even going to worry about it anymore. I'll get orders or I won't. Um, because at the end of the day, I don't want to be using these platforms, any platform. I don't care if it's Fiverr or if it's Upwork or if it's LinkedIn or MySpace or, you know, Voices.com, Voice123. I don't care what it is. I don't want to be using any of them. I want to be working direct and or through agents. Multiple. Right. That is the way to go. For because sure. I'll tell you what, man. All of these platforms are underpriced. And the ones where you're paying for membership and then still being charged oh, a no. commission on it top just, of that drives me nuts. Me. Yep. And, you know, then there's... The, the professional service stuff where they're taking an additional cut and they're what are they providing for that access to people well, do you get that nothing if you do because, it direct uh, they're providing nothing they're taking they're giving themselves an excuse to take money that's it all of these sites exist solely to make money from everybody else that's doing the work that's it that's yeah it. if you'll if you'll dig around on facebook somebody will tell you everything you want to know for free it's same thing they're same thing that that they're giving or they're trying to set you up with on the platform especially fiverr there's enough people on youtube and wherever you can get enough information on there to to not have to do all that other stuff but um i, I know another thing that that i had in mind too was uh it kind of ties back to the coaching good practice mm -hmm. and bad practice yeah yep um i've learned kind of learned that the hard way and and what i have what i'm trying to get out of now is by i have done so many uh youtube channel things that it, you get in a cold read habit because i'm never going to pre-read this crap uh, i might look through it for foreign words you know today i had one about uh, something about some city in china and it had several chinese cities and things and i had to you know uh, do hooked on phonics and spell them out and that was fine um but outside of that you know it, you'll get in a habit of just going in there and to bang 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 and running through it and then you'll go do an audition 
right after you do that, and if you're not real careful, that crap will go to your audition. So I'm, that's why I'm so glad I've dropped some of that stuff. I'm doing so much less of it. And I want to make sure that, that and, I, and I can't show it in here because I don't want to make anybody drunk. And they on a podcast, they can't see it anyway. But I've got signs in here. I've got one over here that says, read it three times out loud. I've got another one up here that says, slow down. I've got one over here that says, let go. And then I've got my, who am I talking to? Um, you know, what is the aesthetics of the room? Why am I speaking to them? Blah, blah, blah. And I make myself look at this crap before every audition. And it's not. Have you gotten not, yourself one of these yet? I haven't, but I have. I have my Optimus Prime truck up there. So. There you go. So <laughs> he, since nobody can see, working. what I held up was my little Funko Pop Joey Tribbiani where he's wearing all of Chandler's clothes. <laughs> Basically, it's just a little a little totem, I suppose you would call him, um, to direct your energy at. To, to That's your target when you're talking. So whatever, he could be an old man, he could be, a, and it's perfect because Joey was an actor, so he can be anybody. Mm-hmm. He could be Al Pacino's mm-hmm. butt. <laughs> I'm yeah. talking to Al Pacino's yeah. butt. There you go. Well, I know when we hey, did butt guy, the, what are you uh, doing? We did the, the <laughs> fake <laughs> the fake auditions today, um, and I had had a session yesterday with an acting coach. Um, one of the things she was telling me was either get into the scene of a movie or get into a scene where you, you were there with your family and you're saying it to somebody and do that right before you start. And the script that I was doing today, the ice cream one, I, I, it was easy because I'm thinking I'm just talking to my brother now about what happened when we were kids, you know, and, you know, hey, you remember the apple pie and the ice cream? And all I had to do was kind of close my eyes for the first line because I not memorized it, but I knew it after reading it a couple of times, I knew what it was. And I closed my eyes just long enough to think about, you know, us as kids and whatever. And then as soon as I raise up, I think, God, we're old now. And that threw me back to exactly what they were talking about into a remembrance phase you know, and that worked really well. And the more you can do these things when you practice uh, and you're reading um, any kind of script or even if you're reading a book or whatever you're doing to read out loud to help your reading skills, you know, get into character and, and let it go. You just got to let it go. If the script calls for that. Sometimes you got to yep. throw it out there real hardcore, like if you're doing a, you know, it's truck month or a fast food ad or whatever. But you know, going back to the, the the sign that you've got on your wall, the read it three times first, perfect example, right? You've read through it a few times. You've got the gist of the thing in your head, so you don't have to just focus on the page and, and what the words are because you already kind of know where you're going, which means you can focus more on the performance side of it and not just making sure you get the words right because you yeah, don't want to sound like you're reading. You don't, and you don't want to memorize. You just want to be familiar. You don't want to, you don't want it to throw you a curve when you get halfway through it and go, "Where in the hell is this going?" You need to know where it's going and when it's going. And uh, what, I, what I love to do is, is especially if it's in Word, I like to break it into the sections where I feel like the emotion changes. I like to take the highlighter thing. If there's a word I want to make sure I hit it, I'll do that as I read through it, and and it helps. I mean, everything helps, but. I'll say this too: if you, if you're a good cold reader, it helps too because it's it's just a positive. Um, if you can sit and cold read this crappy scripts, you know you'll do better on good scripts. I would say there's probably some benefit when you're reading through it the first few times to record that. I, and I do that. 
Yes. You very well could nail it on the first. It's unlikely, but you very well could nail it on the first one or yeah. part, or of, part it. of it. Yes. And then you can use that part in your edited version of mm-hmm. the whole thing. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a, there's a For quote sure. talking about practicing. Um, you know, most people are familiar with the phrase, practice makes perfect. Um, which is not true, because if you're practicing wrong, you're just reinforcing poor behavior. But there's a quote from Vince Lombardi, you know, famous football coach, practice does not make perfect. Only perfect practice, perfect practice makes perfect. So, point being, get you some coaching, figure what the hell you're doing, and then practice the right way. And, you know, I'll tell you what, it, it is so beneficial that... <clears throat> You know, no, you shouldn't go into debt to, to do voiceover. But, man, if you can throw something on a credit card, if you don't have the cash and pay it off over the course of a couple months to get some coaching initially, that's so much more worthwhile than going and spending $400 on a microphone and interface. Oh, yes. Good Lord, yes. Don't do that. Just Instead do of spending that. several hundred dollars on gear, get yourself a $50 USB mic that sounds good. Sit your ass down in the closet full of clothes and spend the $200, $300 that you were going to spend on the gear on a couple sessions of coaching. And then practice, 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 practice. And absolutely make use of these platforms, you know, the Fivers and the Upworks and the whatever, because you need somewhere to start. VoiceOver is competitive, really competitive. It's a small community, but there's a lot of people in that small community. And the people that are getting the work are really, really good at what they do. So if you're new, you need somewhere to start. And, yeah, absolutely, nobody wants to work for five bucks. It's it's bullshit. It's, it's totally, even brand new, you're worth more than five bucks. Yeah, and if somebody's willing to hire you, you're worth more than that. But absolutely. you need, it's a double-edged sword because you need practice you need experience and so the benefit that these platforms do have is they provide a venue to bring work of you know various levels of quality most of it not great that you can practice on you know if you look at it all as very low paid practice you know You'll you'll be able to build up some some skill and a little bit of experience, and then you go <clears throat> start trying to do uh, you know go to a pay to play and start getting a little bit better stuff to get paid practice on, and you do that for several months, and then you know you go find an agent or two, and you start getting real gigs, and you start getting direct work, and you start getting repeat buyers that are willing to pay something worthwhile. And then you leave all that other crap behind. Exactly. Exactly. It's a tough road. That's why we call it a voiceover ladder. You're going to, it's a lot of climbing. I mean, rung by rung, it's a lot of climbing. You hear a lot of people say, well, it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. Uh, Yeah, I know. But to me, it's more like a ladder. And at my age, going up a ladder ain't easy. So that's what it feels (laughs) like to me. That's, I think that's where it came from. I told you we could kill 25, 30 minutes. There you go. So, but, yeah, just circling back on, on, you know, if you were to start over, what would you do different? I think the main one for me is I would just start sooner. 
I wouldn't have waited until the end of 2020. I went to school for broadcasting in 1997, for Christ's sake. And I've done nothing. I was on the radio briefly in, like, 2001. And I've done nothing with it since. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you I, on that. I, this is I should have started this five, ten years ago. Yeah, it's something I always wanted to do, but I was afraid to ask how to do it. I think I was intimidated by it. And now that I've done it, it's it's not that intimidating. It's it's not easy, but it's not intimidating. I don't feel unworthy, you know, at all by, by trying to do this and the method I'm doing it. So, yeah, I, I'm with you. I would have liked to start it earlier. And I, I kind of said earlier, uh, we were talking before we started the podcast that, and this is this is just me, because I have this thing now about Fiverr and Upwork, which on Upwork, it's Charles Holden because they make you use your first name. So it doesn't tie as tightly to me. People call me Charles on there. But unfortunately on Fiverr, I'm Troy Holden 674, I think. If I had it to do over, I might have just made up a name like V.O. Hillbilly or some crap like that. I don't know. <laughs> just just to wear my name one there. So somebody on a platform or an agent or somebody couldn't go on Fiverr and find me under my name. And I, I worry about that now because I know my name is a, you know, I'm sending it to some agents. I'm sending it to some production houses. And I hope they don't do that and throw that at me because, and I'd have to say, look, I, I had to start somewhere. I couldn't start with you. You say you need people with experience. So I had to go get right. some experience. Yeah. It's a double-edged sword. And I, I it, think it is anybody who's, I mean, I don't, I, I don't know a lot of agents. I don't know that I know any agents, so I'm certainly not going to speak for them, but I'd like to think that they're not so disingenuous to say, well, pff, obviously we can't work with you because you started on Fiverr. Like, you had to start somewhere, right? Obviously. Everybody has to cut their teeth somewhere. Now, they might say, we'd really like that you don't work there anymore. And, you know, frankly... If I had an agent that was going to be bringing me work that's going to pay, you know, $500,000, $5,000, $10,000, whatever, on a routine basis, man, I'll tell you what, I would leave Fiverr right now because it's not like I'm getting any work there anyway. Right. I'm right there with you. You know, my impressions are in the toilet, my whatever, but it's I don't care. I'm not going to put the effort into it. It's not worth it because it's not my end goal. It's not where I want to spend my time. Um, and I have a full-time career that's, you know, paying the bills. So I don't need to dump a bunch of energy into that when I could focus elsewhere. I can focus on getting coaching. I can focus on, you know, at least voices.com is a little bit more in the realm of normal in terms of, uh, in terms of budget. Yes, absolutely. It's still low. And some of the stuff is... Artificially low because they're keeping a lot extra, <clears throat> but, um, you know, the low end of a job on Voices.com is 80 bucks after they take their 20% versus $4 on Fiverr after they take their 20%. So, you know... I'll I'll do eighty dollar jobs all day long versus five dollars four dollar jobs. I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah, I still get scolded on some of those, you know, because I'll be happy that I got it and and um, uh, you know I'll be in a coaching session. I'll say, hey, I got this. 
so-and-so today and it paid this how many words was it and i tell them i go well i would have got 350 for that and i'm like well i know but i'm not you not yet right you know maybe i'll get there <laughs> i haven't been doing this for 35 years <laughs> right i'm I'm, not, I'm nine months in i'm a pregnant woman leave me alone uh all right well we've we've uh we hopefully haven't bored anybody, but we just wanted to see what would happen if we had no subject, and it worked out pretty well. I mean, we covered some good some good ground on a couple of subjects. Um, I know there's um, we're we're asking if there's things that you that you want to hear about. Please post that on the uh, the Facebook page or send us an email. Um, we'd love to cover things you want covered. Otherwise, we're just going to go. Uh, round and round and do the things we like doing. But one of the things I know we both have looked at this week, there's a, uh, a site we ran across called Planet VO. We'll kind of maybe have some things to say about that later. And there's another we noticed that has launched called Cast Voices. We don't have a lot of information on those yet, but they're out there if you want to go look. Uh, Cast Voices is brand new, and Planet VO has been around maybe a couple years, year and a half. VO Planet. Know. VO Planet, Planet. that's right. I I believe they relaunched in 2019, so they were probably around for a while before that. Okay. I just saw a list yesterday, and it was on there. Um, So the interesting thing about that is it is a pay-to-play, but they don't take any fees. So you you pay your membership, and that gets you in for a year, and it's half the price of everybody else. It's 200 bucks or 250 or whatever for a year. And then you don't pay anything. There's no commission. So whatever the whatever the price of the gig is, you get that, all of it. Um, you can bid higher than the price listed. You cannot bid lower. So nobody's going to undercut you, which is also good. That's That alone is worth the price, right? Um, <clears throat> but the other thing that's interesting, so you when you apply, you pay, and you send your demo. And they review it, and, and if they feel that you're not ready for the platform yet they refund the payment they don't let you on but they'll refund you know so you're not out anything you're either going to get in and be able to audition for stuff or you're not but then it costs you nothing you know you just ties up some money for a few days or whatever so that's cool um it looks like i've only i've only been on there for a, a few days um it looks like they probably get three to three to seven new listings per week. So it's not a lot. It's nowhere near the level of like a voices.com. But to give you an example, uh, let me look. Let me just look at let me look at what I auditioned for. So of the four things I've auditioned for in the past I don't know, a handful of days, the lowest budget one is nine hundred dollars. The highest budget one is thirteen and a half thousand. Holy smokes. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So and I believe if I, I listen to a podcast is where I picked that name up, I believe he was a very disgruntled voices.com former person he didn't work there but he was on the platform and it had a lot to do with the things we've talked about where you know there's a ten thousand dollar budget and they put out a five hundred dollar job and they yeah there's there's a i guess infamous is the appropriate word 
situation. I don't remember all the specific details, but the same job was listed on another platform, and it was the exact same script, so everybody knows it was the same job. And the professional services team kept like 92% or something like 93.5% of the total budget. So what was listed elsewhere for three grand was listed here for $200 or something like that. I don't remember. Right, the exact right. Thing. Yeah, there was, was a something huge discrepancy, like whatever like it was. Absurdly beyond the pale, just and it not even out. remotely <laughs> in the realm of sanity. And it got out and they've been confronted about it and they have no response they don't they they dodge the question they don't answer mm-hmm. the question so uh, can't blame i for that, maybe. almost <laughs> certainly will not be renewing <laughs> um we'll see you know if i yeah. if i'm more than i've broken even now if i more than make my money back which i've got several months to do so yeah i think maybe but probably not I would hope that by the time the year comes around where it would be time to renew, I have enough other business that I don't even need mm-hmm. to worry about it. Right, right. All right. Well, hey, let's uh, let's cut out, and uh, hopefully, we'll have something even more interesting next time. We might just we might just make this a habit. <laughs> you never know. Well, but, you know, uh, we might as well do one of these a month. But it sure would be nice if people would. Um, let us know if you have a question or, or something you want to hear us talk about. Um, let us know what that is so that we yeah. can make sure that For we're sure. covering things that you actually want to hear about because we yeah. care about what you want to know. We do. You know, and and if we, we, and we, if can, we don't we know. Can, we can talk out our butts all day, uh, oh, yeah. every day, but, you know, that doesn't serve anybody but ourselves. And if we don't know about what you're asking for between the two of us, we can do some research, uh, whether it's watching other people on YouTube or listening to somebody else's podcast. We're not beyond stealing information from other people or borrowing uh, or just sharing compiling, information. Compiling and distilling down. That's it. Sharing data. Um, or uh, it may be a good a good situation to get a guest on. If you you have a question about, for example, taxes, ah yes, we probably ought to talk to a CPA or an accountant or somebody about things that people should know for taxes, for specifically for voiceover. Which, by the way, if you hadn't heard, tax day has been delayed. Oh yeah, it's not till May, which hmm. is good. I can wait until I get back from my vacation. Yeah, that is good. <laughs> that is good. All right, well, thanks, everybody, for joining us this time around, and we'll be back next week all the way from Tennessee and Minnesota to bring you the best of the best, and uh, I believe old Tater's going to crawl in the sack. How about you? We'll go finish watching The Stand. Ah! All right, everybody have a good week. See ya. The Voice Over Ladder is available on Spotify, Apple, and Google. Be sure and subscribe so you don't miss an episode because we may drop one at any moment. Do we know what we're doing? (laughs) Not really, but we are learning and making progress one rung at a time as we all climb the VO ladder. You're listening to The Voice Over Ladder. Thanks for listening to The Voice Over Ladder. 
This podcast is not instructional, but it's a conversational pile of opinions on what has or hasn't worked for some people. It's just advice, and nothing's guaranteed. And like life, you try some things out and you see what happens. We do appreciate you listening, though, and look forward to your comments on our podcast and ideas you might have for future shows. And until then, keep on grinding.